Good morning, good morning, good morning, and happy Wednesday. It is hump day, August 4th. Happy birthday to my father-in-law in heaven today. Hope they're having a grand old little party for you. And we are going to continue our journey that love is powerful. And our verse, we have two verses today um, from Romans 837 and 39 from the passion. But no matter what comes, we will always taste victory through him who loved us. For I have every confidence that nothing, not death, life, heavenly messengers, dark spirits, the present, the future, spiritual powers, height, depth, nor any created thing can come between us and the love of God revealed in the anointed Jesus, our Lord. And then Romans 5, 8 from the voice also. But think about this. While we were wasting our lives in sin, God revealed his power, love to us, powerful love to us in a tangible display. The anointed one died for us. So Romans 8, 37 and 39 reminds us that nothing can come between God and us because of his love for us. And then Romans 5, 8 reminds us about how much God loves us. Not only is God's love powerful, it is sacrificial. He gave his only son, and that's how much he loved us. Love is powerful. And as we move through this hump day, and, you know, we reflect on different things, and who, who do you love? Who is someone in your life that, you know, if, you know, because this has always been a big joke, you know, with my husband and daughter, who do you love more, me or your mom? (laughs) Who do you love more, me or our daughter? (laughs) It's just a big joke. And I mean, of course, you know, and whenever they ask me, who do you love more, dad or do you love me more? I said, I love God more. That doesn't count. That's what they always say. You can't say that. Who do you love the most? I love God the most. That's not a good answer, Mom. You can't say that. My husband says, that's cheating. You can't say God. That's cheating. (laughs) But, you know, in truth, that should be our answer. Who do you love the most? God. Um, And if you thought myself. And then you said, oh, I can't say that. And so you just voiced a different name. You know what? own that and say, all right, so I love myself the most. Okay. Are you treating yourself as well as you treat those that you love? You know, I I know someone that always, that's their big joke is I love myself more than I love anybody else. Yet they don't because if they did, they wouldn't talk down to themselves. They wouldn't do and say the things that they do. Because if they truly love themselves, they wouldn't treat themselves that way. You know, so sometimes I think that's like a reflective answer, maybe a fear of the unknown, of a low self-esteem. I don't know. And then there's that flip side. You know, who do you love the most? And it would be anybody but me. You know, because we have such a low self-esteem, we can't even fake a love for ourselves. We just don't care. I don't know. Do you remember that show, What Not to Wear? It was back, um, I don't know, 
many, many moons ago. I can't even tell you how long ago the show was on. Um, but if you know the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. And, you know, my daughter always used to joke, I'm going to write in and I'm going to suggest you and nominate you to be on the show. And I'm like, I'm fine. She goes, you're not fine. <laughs> you don't dress nearly as pretty as you are or as confident as you are, but that's not the way you dress, Mom. And so this show, The What Not to Wear, I mean, yeah, they they got nominated by their friends and family because, you know, they didn't know how to dress. But ultimately, it was about um, them not seeing who they really were. And so these, you know, people, the host of the show, these two would say, all right, nope, can't keep that, can't keep that, can't keep that, and basically throw away their whole wardrobe. But then they'd give them $5,000 to go shopping. And they would teach them how to shop. And they would accentuate the best parts of them, right? And they'd get a hair makeover and a uh, makeup makeover. And then at the end, they'd do the great reveal, and it was this is who people see you as, you know, and usually they would look in the mirror and just sob because they're like, oh my gosh, I never knew this was in me. Yet the people that nominated them knew that that's who they were. They loved them so much. They saw beyond the wardrobe or the ratty hair or too much makeup or lack of makeup or not knowing how to apply makeup. It didn't matter. They saw the person's heart. They saw who they were. They were looking at them with God's eyes. And they loved them so much that they wanted to gift them this makeover and a $5,000 shopping spree so that they could see the person that they saw, if that makes sense. And really, I mean, that's how much God loves us. He looks at us and he sees us as the most beautiful, the most handsome, the most put together, well-dressed, inside and out person. And he will place people, opportunities in our path to help us become the person that he created and designed us to be and loves us so much that he purposely, you know, will interrupt life to say, hey, hey, no, 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 no. You know, have you ever been shopping and you're like, oh, that's nice, but it's expensive. So you don't get it. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying go out and just spend money willy nilly on a new wardrobe. What I'm saying is sometimes... Sometimes we need to say, you know what? That's beautiful. I do have the extra money because I earned it. You know, whether it be working overtime, a side job, or somebody blessed you with a gift card. You deserve to feel good. And if buying that expensive blouse, that expensive pair of jeans, that expensive belt dress or handbag or shoes, if that's what makes you feel good, God blessed you with the gift card. God knew that that 
item was going to be there and catch your attention. Invest as much love in yourself as God has for you and others have for you. And every time you wear that item, you're going to feel so good. And you're going to be like, oh. And when somebody compliments you and said, oh my gosh, you look amazing. I love that color on you. You are glowing today. Don't say, oh, just say thank you. Thank you. And treasure that up in your heart and just say, thank you, Jesus. Because not only did you need to feel good about yourself and invest and spoil yourself a little, you needed those compliments, not because you're vain, but because we're human. And it feels good to know that other people recognize and appreciate you sometimes, right? I'm not saying to, you know, to have it in a needy way, but every every once in a while, we just need somebody to say, you look really good today. And because you're wearing that item or carrying that purse or wearing, sporting those new shoes, you're like, I am a rock star. And your confidence exudes from you and everybody can feel it. And really, you were just obeying God because he blessed you with a gift card or the extra income so that you could spoil yourself a little. And then give him the credit. Say, thank you, Jesus. You're right. And it might seem silly. You might be like, you really want me to thank God for a shirt? Yeah, I do. You really want me to thank God for the extra money to spoil myself for shoes. Yes, I do. Because you know what? He knew you needed that pick-me-up. Now, if you're buying extra shoes every week and you have so many boxes of shoes that you never could wear them, even if you wore one pair a year, there might be a problem. (laughs) Um, Or if you have so many bags, you could carry a different bag every day of the year. and you, You know, there might be a problem. That one I'm looking in the mirror on. Um... It's that balance, and I hope that's coming through and that you're understanding. But God loves you so much, and He sees how beautiful you are. God knows and sees and created the generous, loving, kind spirit that you are. And he wants others to know that too. And he loves you so much. He wants you to know that. And he wants you to feel that. He wants you to have so much love for yourself that one, you care for yourself and then you share it with others. And then share him with others. You know, and you might be saying, all right, you've completely like lost your mind today, Lisa, but... God loves us so much. He just does. And we can never comprehend how much he loves us. And we talked about that on Monday a little. We can never comprehend how much God loves us. Yet when we attempt or at least recognize that God loves us an immeasurable amount... 
we are called to share that love with others. And not just the ones that look pretty or smell nice. We're supposed to do that and share it with everyone. Because God created everybody and loves everybody. And so should we. And it's not always going to be easy. And there's some people that just will be unlovable. But your love through your relationship with God is powerful. Your love is powerful and has the ability to break through the hardest of hard hearts. It has the ability with God, God working through you, God's love for you and through you. When you share that love, you'll have the ability to brighten the day of someone on their darkest day. You're going to have the ability to share joy, love with that person that has never felt love. And it might be a complete stranger, which is always the coolest. And often, do you know that just by saying, good morning, have a great day, even to your cashier, you might change their whole day around. You might be the only person that said something nice to them that day. I purpose myself to have a conversation with a cashier and make small talk. And my family, my husband and my daughter, they just tease me. They think that I'm, you know, they're like, you're so funny. You'll just have a conversation with anybody. You know, we're waiting in the line, you know, to go somewhere and we're taking like the Centro bus because, you know, to take, I'll kick up a conversation with a person in front of me or behind me in the line. And they're like, will you stop doing that? But you know what? Why not share joy and love through conversation? I don't need to thump them in the head with a Bible. I don't need to say, you know, you shouldn't, you know, because the Bible says blah, blah, blah. Give me a break. Get over it. Don't be Bible thumping. All right? Love people. God loves you and we need to love others. And a way we can love others is to be a human being, be kind, and share joy and kindness and generosity with others. I love your shirt. I love your mask. Oh, what are you wearing that smells so good? You're always smiling. How do you do that? And I am telling you, you will notice, even on the crankiest of cranky tellers or people waiting in line, a little something change in their consonants that you know what? Your very few words of kindness made an impact. Whether they admit it or not, or say thank you, or acknowledge you, just know that you shared God's love. Because you know what? God loves us 24-7, 365, and we do not always thank Him. I do not always thank Him. He does things for me and through me that sometimes I don't even realize and I haven't thanked him so often in my prayer time I will say Lord thank you for the blessings that you gave me that I don't even recognize thank you for loving me and protecting me from things I didn't even know I needed and then of course you know list the ones that you know that you know are right there and that's all good but um Sometimes, oftentimes, God's always at work and we don't even recognize it. 
or, you know, I've had things where I've looked back 10 years and said, oh my gosh, God was right there. And I never realized it. Um, so those are the moments that we need to look for. And whether we see them or not, thank God for them. But you, by sharing a kind word or a joke or making small talk with the cashier or someone in line with you, you just might be that little glimmer of hope that God uses to either plant a seed or water a seed in that person's life. To let them know they're not alone, to let them know they're loved, to let them know that somebody notices them. There's a movie, a funny movie. It's from, I don't even know, it's an older movie. What Women Want. And is it Mel Gibson, I think? And he can hear what women are thinking. And, you know, he's like, oh. And there's this one scene and there's the, like, the office worker. You know, she's like the runner. And one day, you know, he listens and she's not really saying anything. And then, you know, he hears her say, nobody even knows I exist. They wouldn't even know if I wasn't here or something like that. And that impacts him because he's like, oh, you know, because up until then, you know, he's just hearing women think about shopping or blah, 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 because our minds are like squirrels. And but then this quiet girl, nobody's ever noticed. And then he purposes to pay attention to her. And you watch her countenance change through the movie. And it's not, she's not a main character in the movie. She's not, you know, like the lead. You know, and there's other things going on. Yet that has always stood out to me. Because how often do we overlook some of the nicest people, the hardest workers? Because they do what they're supposed to do when they're supposed to do it. And they don't complain. So... Maybe in the workplace, it's a matter of saying, hey, you know, you are always doing what you do and you do it with a smile. Thank you. And because, I don't know, I just think about that. And these are all ways that God loves us and we are called to love others. So on this hump day Wednesday, I hope that you can um, accept God's love and share his love with other people and do it in a way that is such a blessing that you're not thumping them in the head with the Bible yet they know without a shadow of a doubt that God loves them and it came from God and it can be done through your words, your actions And, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and they were going through a hard time and I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, you know what? God placed it on my heart. And I said, I'm so sorry to hear that. I will be praying for you as God places you on my heart. I will pray for you. And she kind of paused and she looked at me and she said, thank you. You're welcome. It's the least I can do. And something changed on her face. The circumstances that she's facing, the struggles she's facing, have not changed. You know what I mean? I didn't take away 
any of her grief or her pain or the unknown. Yet there was something about just knowing that one, somebody took time to listen and not talk. And two, we'll pray for her. And I remember, you know, someone saying, oh, I'll pray for you. And a lot of people that said it, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But there was one person, and I can't even remember who, that said, I will pray for you. And there was something about the way they said it or when they said it, but God used it to really touch my heart. And I may not remember who it was. Yeah, I don't think that's important. What's important is that God used that moment as a lesson, as a moment of getting my attention and reminding me that he loves me. He loved me enough for someone to pray for me because there was a time that I didn't believe that. So God loves you so much. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. We're at 20 minutes. I don't want to keep you any longer. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll get together on Friday and we will lap, lap up. We'll wrap up our series on Love is Powerful. Thanks for listening. I'm Lisa and you've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.